Hey, it's John from CityCast. If you're in the mood to pamper yourself a little bit this week while supporting cruelty-free products, you should check out Bone Cur Home and Wellness. It's the best place in Portland to find everything from chic home decor to cannabis accessories. They've got a curated collection of vegan and cruelty-free home goods and wellness products because their name is French for kind heart, after all. You'll get a 20% discount on your first order when you sign up for emails this week at boncoeur.net. That's B-O-N-C-O-E-U-R.net. And use the code BONCOEURCITYCAST20. a big winter sports person, it can be hard to stay active in the late fall and winter. I know I get stuck in my daily routines and tend to just stay at home, which can lead to feeling down and disengaged from all the cool stuff happening. So today on CityCast Portland, we're talking with our resident good time maker, Eden Dawn. She's the co-author of the Portland Book of Dates and the recently released Seattle Book of Dates. She's also the co-host of the We Can't Print This podcast. Dawn is going to tell us about all the best places to go and the most fun things to do during our cold, rainy season that doesn't involve a ski pass. It's Monday, November 27th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Eden, Dawn, welcome to the show. (gasps) Claudia Tallulah Meza. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Why not? Oh my God. There was this show that we used to come on. I don't know if it was like Nick at night, but it was called like Small Wonder and it was about this robot girl. Oh, I know about Vicky the robot from Small Wonder. Thank you very much. Okay. Her (laughs) alter ego was like Tallulah. And that's the only (laughs) reason I know that name. And I just remember it being really funny as a kid, like Tallulah. (laughs) Well, I wanted to congratulate you because you have a new book that just came out. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I just got shy. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into it, I wanted to hear your take on the whole people don't use umbrellas in the Northwest thing, because like you are a rare born and raised Oregonian. What are your thoughts on that? Do you use one? Should people feel shamed? Okay, here's my hot take. I think that statement is stupid. Thank you. Because I have lived every day of my life in Oregon. And yeah, I use an umbrella because I care about the way that I look. That's my, and I mean, I walk around with this lion's mane and I don't look good looking like a little drowned rat. So Mm -hmm. yes, use an umbrella. I don't understand where this came from. I don't know where that came from either. I was just curious. And when people are like, you're not a real Oregonian if you use an umbrella, I'm like, oh, so just living here for four decades means I've counted out for covering my head. Now, of course, there are times I don't use an umbrella because I'm lazy or, you know, it was just book festival and I didn't want to be carrying one around to all the events. And then I just like put a scarf on my head and duck and cover. But yeah, you can use an umbrella. Well, everyone, Eden said so. Stop asking. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) So let's talk about things to do that aren't just going out for food and drinks. I'm curious, like what are your favorite rainy day activities? Okay, there are a couple of things, but it is fun in the rain. This is how I get through my seasonal depression year after year, is you have to lean into the rain to use it as opportunities to go do indoor kind of fun, cozy things. Uh So one I like, is escape rooms. Have you done an escape room? No, but I feel like that is, I've never had a panic attack, but 
I think that that would be the, the cause of my first panic attack. I don't, oh, well, I mean, I don't want to tell anybody what would or would not give them a panic attack, but it, you can leave at any time. You could literally okay. ring a doorbell and say, I want you to let me out. So you are always in control, but basically you get, and one of my favorite ones that I don't believe is still operating in Portland, unless they've changed names and I'm just wrong, but there was a whole escape room based on being a cat lady where you were like in a cat lady's <laughs> living room and you're working with someone. So it's ideal if you get like six of you to go and then you're working mm. together and people are going, oh, wait, I think that these things on the wall are numbers that correspond with the numbers on the TV. And then you change the TV dial and a key pops out. It's very fun and exciting. And if you get super frustrated, they can come in and give you a hint. But it's just a nice thing where you're like, we're inside. The weather doesn't matter at all. And we're doing this unusual activity. And when you win, and you will mm -hmm. win, because I know that you're smart and you will feel triumphant. Which are your favorite in town? I um, I don't like ones that lean into murder scary. I like ones that mm -hmm. lean into puzzly sort of Sherlock or a random vibe. And they places will change them too to keep up. Because once you've oh, done an escape gotcha. room you obviously can't go back and do it because it's like trying to watch a um, murder mystery and pretending you don't know the end, you know? I did do one that I won't name the name of that was so terrifying because I don't like horror things and it began with them chaining you to the wall while they play actual recordings of serial killers. Oh no. Yeah, See, that, that's the panic attack I'm talking about. That one I did no. almost have a panic attack. No. Would not recommend. So look at your theme. Okay. And if the theme is like outer space munchkins or something, then like you're probably going to be good to go. Mm -hmm. could, I, could I suggest something? I just realized I have like one thing. What is it? Um, have you ever gone on a dark ride? Like Space Mountain? No, like it's like a multi-sensory interactive video game, but you're sitting down and you're strapped in and it kind of moves like you're in a roller coaster and you feel puffs of air and like you're inside of the video game, but it's all kind of just shoot them up and it goes by really fast, but it feels like overwhelming in a really great way and your seats move and like they vibrate I don't know it's kind of amazing it's at the um what's that nickel uh I, I, I like that nickel, oh wonderland uh, it's yeah it's at wonderland I want to say in the southeast yeah Is the that, one by the Avalon by the theater yeah yeah it's like well it's in Avalon yeah so it's really cheap, and I feel like I've taken people who aren't into video games or shoot them up or anything, but they'll, they'll just be like, whatever, we'll just go. And they get so into it because it's like a, a fun ride, you know? And also at the end, you find out that it's like a competition. So it's a really fun bragging game, you know, for your friends. Just a little heads up on that. I think an arcade is a good one because I'm not a super video game person at home, but Going to an arcade is a different experience. It's a communal experience. And that's like kind of a fun thing. I remember walking to that theater in a snow day once uh, with a bunch of friends and going into the arcade at the Avalon. And we had a blast. Yeah. The arcade at the Avalon, I would definitely suggest. Uh, yeah. The other thing, because again, somebody who struggles a little bit with the rain is helium. I think going to see a show at Helium Comedy Club uh. is like, if it's rainy and cruddy out to like just cram and it's really cozy there, you know, <laughs> you're really all is, squished yeah. in. And there's something about the act of everybody there with the purpose to laugh together. 
It mm-hmm. just is kind of infectious. It truly is. Like I've been to some shows there where I laughed where I fell off my chair. And no, <laughs> that was not alcohol related. It was literally, I just had such a case of the sillies. So I think that's a nice thing when it's raining out one of these nights when you feel like you want to go to bed. Now the clocks have gone back at like 4 p.m. Just go to a show. Go see. And it doesn't matter who. I mean, they always have great comics. Look at the calendar. But yeah, yeah. You can just pop in I, whenever. I can't stop wondering what that joke was, but I'm assuming it just ended with like, am I right, ladies? No. It, okay. It, it was a Pete Holmes show who I think is very, very funny. But I do, whenever I'm trying to pretend to be a stand-up or like talking about a stand-up, I do say, am I right, gals? So you're, you are very correct there. I just feel like that's the joke that would like crack me up because they would, it would be ironic and I'd be like, but you, but you're right. But you're right. Oh, bitches do be crazy. We are. So, um, also another thing I think that is really popular around this time is karaoke. Go sing with your friends. Are you a good singer or bad? Because I am by far, I might be very comfortable on stage with a microphone. I cannot sing. And I am friends Mm -hmm. with very good singers. So it is always a little bit sad that I'm the like, bless her heart, she's trying. (laughs) That's me. But I'm sure that what you might like in your perceived, you know, lack of singing skills, you bring with performance. And I feel like that is karaoke. I'm I'm trying. What's your song? You What's know? your karaoke song? Well, I mean, I tend to lean into like Blink 182 or oh, <laughs> you know, unexpected. you know, just like I know. Uh, well, here's a deal. I can sing these words within you know a, a note of each other. I can do that. You know, I love it. I can't wait. We're gonna go. Oh, cool. All right. Well, let's take a quick break here, and when we come back, some outdoor funtivities, as Eden would say. So let's talk about more adventurous ideas. Where would you suggest someone goes? I that, have. You know, I'm, I'm talking about outside. This is I what I'm know. talking about outside. All right. And I have the answer for you. Are Ooh, you ready? Okay. Are you emotionally sure. prepared? Let's go. Bagby Hot Springs. In the rain, though. That's a good idea. In the rain because you're going to get warm. So it's like, I think it's about a two-mile hike in, right? It's kind of like out near Estacada. You can Google it. But you drive out into the forest, you park. It's not too much of an elevation gain. uh, But you walk, it's like a mile and a half-ish to two miles to the outdoor soaking tubs, just in the beautiful mossy forest, which I kind of think hot springs are better when it's cold and rainy out, right? Mm -hmm. Like nobody Mm -hmm. wants to get into a hot tub when it's 110 degrees. So you hike out there, you get all cold, kind of numb fingers, Then you get in and you have a hot soak in these natural hot springs. You admire the wonder of the world. You feel tiny and small. And then you get dressed and then you hike back when you're all toasty and warm and your bones are hot. And by the time you get to your car, if you're getting cold again, you get in and you turn on your heater. So it's like the perfect combination of getting cold, getting hot, getting cold, getting hot again. I'll be honest, I've always been terrified of going to Bagby Springs because I always hear the um, unfortunate stories with the hippies. Oh, you're going to see some some weird old naked men. Yeah, that's that's yeah. just a, that's like paying the toll to okay. go to the hot that's springs. That's what I'm talking about. But you know what? In my experience, those are not creepy. Those are people who are just are in the like all bodies are beautiful camp. I don't want some old creepy guy 
like being like, hey, and I'm like, I, it's just, we're, we're like two little potatoes in a soup. I don't want to talk to you, man. You yeah, I, I, I have not found that to be the case, but also it might be work. I think it's more popular on the weekends, you know, maybe take a hooky day, go out mm-hmm. midday. Okay, cool. I also want to shout out that we did an episode about rainy day hikes, and that's something that I've heard is pretty fun. I think hiking in the rain, my my other option is I would say, I really think that it's nice to have a hike at the coast as long as it's not too windy. So yeah. raining itself can be beautiful, especially if you hike up high, if you go to like Akola or Hasita Head Lighthouse, these ones where you can kind of hike up above. And then when you look down below and you see the fog and the mist kind of below you, again, utterly mm-hmm. magical experience. It's a little bit more difficult to plan knowing the wind and things like that from Portland, but it also can just be worth the risk. And then when you come in, you get toasty, you have a hot toddy. What a delightful day. That's nice. Do you have any rituals? Like this is the thing I have to do in order for it to feel like, you know, fall or winter? Well, once the rain hits, we have a fireplace in our living room and there's something very indulgent about waking up on like a Sunday and making coffee and making a morning fire and sitting there Mm. and reading the book, all of a sudden your life feels very charming, like a Nora Ephron rom-com, as opposed to just being in the sad gray times. That's cute. I like that. Thanks. Another one, if you're still looking for something to do, is I think that Mock's Boarding House is very charming. Have you been to this place? No, I'm going to have to Google it right now because Mox, like M-O-X. M-O-X. Boarding. So it's okay. also a game store. So you're allowed to go no. there, play any games with your friends, and it's a restaurant. Oh, that's so cute. I know a person who would be super into this. That's, oh, that's this what I'm great. here to do. This is my my community service to the world. Is So grab a couple of friends, especially if you, you know, sometimes you want to hang out with your friends, but you're like, I don't want to clean my house. I don't want to have to like cook for anybody. This is a mm-hmm. great thing because you're like, let's all go to Mox. The menu is actually quite decent too. It's not just, you know, all pizza or fries. Like they have a full menu and then you play a couple of different types of games. You're allowed to play anything from their library. And then if you like it, you buy it and take it home for the next game party. And if it's sometimes there's ones, you know, we play a game, you're like, that was fun. I don't need to play it again. No money wasted. What's your go-to? Like, what's your favorite board game? Well, my favorite game that I play at dinner parties is actually Celebrity. Okay. Is that like a, like a form of charades? Oh my gosh. Clyde, we have so much game playing. Um, We're getting a suggestion from our audio producer, Julia. She's saying the Sonder Bar in Hollywood is really cozy. They're spinning records and they have cozy couches and good drinks. Have you been there? It's in, in the Hollywood district. No, where is bar. it? She said by moon and sixpence. Oh, okay. 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 I, yes, I know that I'm trying to think of what that used to be, which is how, you know, exactly how old I am is that I always go, what did that used to be? No, I, I'm, I feel you. Well, um, being that I have no other suggestions, I, I seriously don't know what else to do. I just like small wonder. At the end of the day, I just go walk straight into a closet and I push a little button and I shut down until the next day when I have to <laughs> interview the next person. So thank you so much for teaching me about things <laughs> in your face. You're cracking me up. I thought you were going to say it with your robot references. Like, thank you for teaching me how to love. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too, eat it every day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're going to yank us off. They're going to cut this, cancel this episode. (laughs) You can't.
kidding me? This one's going straight to the top, baby. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Eden, as always, for hanging out with me and your uh, awesome recommendations. You are very welcome. Before we head out, I just wanted to read some emails we got from some listeners. Some of you had tattoo shop recommendations for another listener who wrote in recently asking for some leads. So VC, I hope you have a pen handy. RB recommends Wolfsbane Tattoo Collective on Belmont. She stated they received a tattoo there last month and that it's beautiful and it was a great experience in every way. And MS wanted to shout out his favorite shop, Sweetheart Tattoo on Northeast 39th. He says it's a clean, welcoming, and bright space owned by a sweet couple named Josh and Jag. He goes on, I have only gotten tattoos from Josh, but he is incredible and able to work outside of his regular style. They also have a gumball machine where you just get what you get, which I have yet to do, but is on the list. I hope that helps you out, VC. We'll still be putting a show together with even more tattoo shop recommendations for those of you looking for a new place to try. And thank you to everyone who wrote in with their favorite spots. You can always reach us at portland at citycast.fm. And for even more recommendations, local news and events, sign up for our daily newsletter. Hey, Portland. We'll throw a link in the show notes. Well, that's all for today here on CityCast Portland. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's.